from Ennui. This is Ennui Talk. You can support the show and other Ennui projects by subscribing to Ennui Plus on Patreon. But for now, sit down and enjoy. Benjamin, it's you and I back on the podcast. That's my introduction. Fuck that. You know what? I've been really bad at introduction. Have a did, when we started recording podcasts, did I do any introductions or did we just like go right? You would just you would just say like the topic of the podcast and then you would sort of introduce your guests, but you'd just be like, I'm here, I'm Matthew Winter, I'm a dickhead. I'm not a pedophile. fucking dickhead. Fuck you. Um and this is what we're talking about today. Well Which it always it always seemed a little homosexual. Well, you know what? We're going a bit cash today. Bit casual, you know, a little bit. This ca- is actually a little bit casual. This is actually the our first um, filmed episode in my new studio, which you can't see because we're audio only right now. Because I'm still using my mobile data. If I didn't, I'd have my video on, and you'd be able to see me, and I'd be like waving at you and all that sort of shit. But no, alas, still waiting on technician to come around and fix up my fucking internet, which is great. Are, are you with Telstra? I am with Telstra. Or Optus? I'm with Telstra. Yeah. Mm. Did you get the extra data? Yes, I did like twice I say, that, that, that'd, that'd be a big help for you well I gave it well um, because there's, there's there was one of the ones where it's like anybody can come in and go oh, okay give us a 20 extra 25 gigs for phone data and then because I complained again because like I'm still waiting etc cetera, etc cetera, I said he gave me like an extra 10 gigs as well so hopefully it lasts me a little bit until a fucking technician comes like you know but it is you know it's COVID and all that sort of shit like we can't help it really can we it's like it is what it is. No, you, you can't. But you're also puffed up. Okay, wouldn't you? Wouldn't you think that having internet and mm. the people who put that together is it an essential service? Like, is Telstra an essential service? I think so. I think you're wrong. <laughs> you think I'm wrong? Okay, elaborate. <laughs> yeah, I think you're wrong. Elaborate. Well, I mean, because they have to come into your house. It's like I. It's a bit hypocritical because I work with builders and they have to come into your house. But like a technician has to come in your house. He doesn't want to get exposed to it just because you want internet. Like, that's your fucking problem, man. That is true. I mean, granted, if if you were working from home mm. and your job was to work from home and you had to have it, yes, then I would make... Like, I feel like for people who have to be able to, you know, have all this recording and, and video setup stuff to do their job from home, then operators should be allowed to come into their house. But if you just want internet just because you want to watch Netflix or watch porn, then I don't think you really need to have a technician come into your house to touch all your stuff and cough on well, you. Well, I will say that I did sort of go, hey, um, like I sort of need... this. I think this is like about a month or so ago when I was trying to get it done. Yeah. And I was like, hey, I really need this internet. Um, it's for my business. We are on WePatrachi Limited and added my AVN in there, just like a bit of a fucking flex. And it didn't really help at all. They're just like, you know, fuck it. Sometimes those, the customers, because I've been using a lot of the customer service on the app, itself and some of them are really good and then some of them are like i send my whole spiel of like this is what's happened blah 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 i send them my fuck you i send them my name i send them my um my mobile number and i send them my date of birth so they can do all the confirmation straight away and then i waited like a whole day and the next day the only message i got was hi matthew with my name spelled incorrectly and i'm like hi um the message above has all the information that you need um, and then they go back into like regular customer service mode. It's like, it just pisses me off. Like, I'm just trying to, you know, live my life and that, like, I'm, you know, at the end of the day, I probably shouldn't complain. Like there's, I, I do have, I'm very lucky to still have my job. I'm very lucky to still be able to work, et cetera, et cetera. 
many people do not have that privilege. Like, how's work for you right now? Like, I know it's... So you're sort of like... Fucking mental. You're like half... You're not half on, half off. You're more... You're in one week and you just got a fuckload of work. Yeah, and then... We're week, week on, week off. So uh, at the moment, I've got my week off. So I'm off until next Monday. Uh, and the other teams in at the moment um, doing like just because we operate so we split our staff in half so we split we've got five people working a week which makes it a little bit difficult but we are lucky to still all have our jobs um and still get paid as normal um but as of like next week will be the last week of this week on week off and then we move into full staff rosters again so i am looking forward to that so you work at a hardware store as many would know but um sure do do does that mean people who need hardware store stuff in the sort of like, like obviously there's people coming in and going, oh, okay, I'm not at work. I'm going to go buy stuff and build shit for my house, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, but you, you're not meant to do no, that. Exactly. You're not about to do that. Like we've had, uh, we've had like uh, two weeks ago, we broke sales records. So we had broken the most amount of sales since um, Scone Timber and Harbour opened. Um, and then, like we've just been flat stick, but it's because people are coming in. And don't get me wrong, I appreciate the business because it's really good business. But they're not meant to be coming in and just buying things that they want. Like you're meant to be coming in, say, like you had your wall falling down or your roof caved in. You need like that's an emergency. You need to get that fixed. You don't need to come in and and fucking browse at the bolts and nuts because you want to build a fucking ramp of some sort. Like yeah, just. Uh, so does that mean like? With like other other because you guys are going back to you know full rosters etc. Are yeah. other businesses who require your services going back to their regular work as well? Like is that what like what was the reason of going back to um, full rosters? Was that be- uh, I think it was like the staff are getting it's not a sustainable way of working. Like um, a lot of people have gone from like we had people who were doing you know thirty two thirty hours a week. Um, because they've got kids, like they need to get kids organized and stuff. And then they went from that to like 54 hours a week. It's a fucking lot. And same with me. I went from 50, I went from 38 hours a week to 58, but sometimes more because I stay back and do extra work. Um, and it, and by, by the Saturday afternoon, you just, you're exhausted and you feel cr- like crap. So I think it was a big problem with staff where, yes, we were all appreciative that we have our jobs, but we're just like, we're working. I mean, yes, like, shift workers and miners they do those type of hours a week but they don't do retail they you know they they operate machinery um still a daunting job and still takes the mind but with retail you have to you know you're serving customers you're you're at you're exposed to people who have been walking out in public and you don't know where they've been and all that sort of stuff so oh well there's, you just, yeah, yeah. there's a lot involved because it's very mm. physical and mental of course but there's the you know you it's customer service. You're going to be chipper and you're going to be on the ball all the time. And imagine working yeah, 54 right. hours a week and, you know, you, you can only do that so much. Like even at my job, working customer service, at, mm. you know, at good old Mickey D's, which is actually being quite, because the, the store I'm at, um, well, you know, pe- people re- still traveled for, for Easter, which was like people were not supposed to do. Yeah, we we didn't experience that. Um, we actually had a lot more business at Easter really? because people didn't travel this year uh, in Scone, so home. they stayed home. And because it was a long weekend, uh, people who still were working took that opportunity to to do some things around the house. So, 
Interesting. It was quite a busy weekend for my store. Very interesting. Um, other than that, how's life? Like, it's, <laughs> how's life? Because, you know, um, as people know, I've moved away from my little hometown and Benji and I don't get to see each other every few days like we used to, you know, recording pods, pulling some shit, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. Do you miss me? I blame you for that. Do you miss me? No. Do you miss me? Why no. not? I'm glad you're oh, gone. That's, that's fucked up. Look, I'm here <laughs> all alone. That's actually not too bad. Like That was your choice, though, to do that. And it was. And, I'd like, you know, there's, there's a lot of advantages of, of where I am um, in the good old town of Mudgee. Um, I can tell you... You hmm. have never said a good thing to me once about Mudgee okay, since you It's actually... Moved. Okay, it's quite funny. Because um, I came back for the on the weekend. You know, it was the first weekend that bands got lifted. That you, Yeah, you could... Uh, other adults could travel to visit other adults. Yep. Precisely. And... Um, you know, I came home and I think it was a bit of like, I'm ready to, you know how it's like, I came home and all I talked was shit about where I moved to, but it's not yeah. like, it's not the worst place in the world. Like there's many, dis- oh. it's, it, it's not the worst, it's a, it's a very nice town. Um, yeah, it, it's nice. It's just that the people there are just meth heads. Oh yeah. It's a, it, the drug culture is heavy and they're probably going to listen to this and go, no, 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 no. I want to find your house and I'm going to, you know, I don't know what a druggos do. Um, probably like burn down my fucking whole house or something. But, you know, look, there's nice people in Mudgee and there's also, there's a, there's a big drug culture and that's just, that's just fact, brother. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's just, brother. it's not, it's not as big as, um, like, cause in Scone, like obviously there's, there's drug culture everywhere, but it's not as I'd say Scone's drug culture isn't as bad as it was maybe four or five years ago. Oh, God, yeah. I think it's like, I don't know. I think it's like, if it doesn't affect normal society, because that's something I was, I was discussing with a few people, like if it doesn't affect normal society and you can like do, if you, and like people can go and do their jobs properly and all that, blah, blah, blah. There's nothing really that like bad with it, I guess. Like, you know, I'm not going to go be going taking drugs. Like it's not my thing. But like if you're if you can live your life and do it properly and not fuck around society, go ahead. But here, oh, it's bad. Like all the kids do it. That's all the kids do. That's all they got to do. They got they. It's either it's dr- drug, sex, go to school. That's it. And it's sad, but you know. Sounds like a rock and roll lifestyle. Oh, it does, brother. It does, without a fucking doubt. Um, actually, did you know? Actually, and I forgot to mention this. This is actually um, this episode. It's coming out on a very, very special day. Do you know what that special day is, Benjamin? Um, I don't know. Okay, what's about Your what's dog? about two weeks from now? From like a few days ago. From yesterday, actually. No, two days ago. Two weeks from now. What? It's on a Monday. In two weeks. Is it your birthday? Yes, it is. This is the famous CEO <laughs> birthday bash. If you're watching the video right now, I'm doing a bit of like a... Of a moves. Like I'm moving my... I'm doing, a bit of a pedophile, pedophilic jester. You know what? People who are watching, they're like, no, it's not. That's actually a really good dance, mat, And I'm going to use that in my new TikTok. Yeah, I don't use that. Yeah, because I'm a child. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Benjamin. And you know what? To start off our, our portion of Famous CEO Birthday Bash episode of Matt's birthday today, I'm going to ask you, what's your favorite memory of me? Uh, Surely you have a favorite memory. Come on, Benjamin. Look, it, it should, I don't know. should be right on the tip. Right on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, should it? It should be. What's your okay? Okay, okay. Let's, let's make it an easy one. What's your least favorite memory of me? Meeting you. Oh fuck <laughs> you, you piece of shit. Uh, nah, I'd say the favorite one was probably when we dressed the same at Wagga. 
Not Wagga, uh, Wollongong. And it actually links to... I was like, you know what? I was going to make it a whole, like, special episode, but you know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about... Let's do a little bit of a retrospective on our Caleb Temp- Templeman documentary. Did you do you, in retrospect? Do you think it's good? It's not bad. It's not the like. It's probably one of the better things we've made. It's up there. I think so too. Like, there's there's many aspects that are like. I think it's like like I guess quote unquote storytelling wise, it's decent. Like, it's pretty damn good. Technically, St- story story, story time. time. I think technically though, it's like not the best thing that we've made. Like, it's all right. Like, it's decent. I think it was there was so much more we could have done with it. I think it was just sort of like, you know, it's our first thing. You don't know unless you've done it. You know what I mean? And it's not thing we could write as well because it is a documentary. You can't just go. We didn't, we didn't, yeah, we didn't write it, but we definitely sort of planned out the way we were going to shoot oh, it. Yeah. And I think we... Like, like we had a rough idea of the way we wanted it to look. I think the best part thing we did was that we planned all our questions and like which, like the angles that were going to come from. Yeah. Yeah. If we did it again, if we redid it, if we go back in time and go, okay, this is how it's going to go. How, what, what would you change? I would have got my laptop bag earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Would have, would have packed extra clothes. Yeah, would have packed extra clothes. We would have worn different jumpers. That would have been good. Because didn't yeah. it rain earlier that different, day? We would have worn different fucking clothes. We wore, we would dress the exact same, down to the shoes and everything. Yeah, I think Caleb enjoyed that very, very much. Do you think it... We didn't think it was... He did think it was funny. Um, do you, Did you think it was going to take off a bit more than it did? No. Really? Yeah. I, I knew that it would only reach a certain type of... Like a certain amount of people... Mm-hmm. Um, even though he did put on his channel, like, yes, Caleb has a, a fair few subscribers, but he still doesn't get the same. Like, it's similar to us. Like, we have, what, 260 subscribers, and we only get, you know, maybe 30, 40 views on a video. It's, it, he's in a similar boat. Yes, he still gets hundreds of views on a video, but it's not as much as his sub, sub count. Okay, his view to subscriber ratio is sort quite of, low. Sort, sort of thing, yeah. Um, But I think he's sort of burnt off in a way like he's not as classic i guess it to us as he used to be like i think if you went I th- yeah i think he also though he's in year 10 now i think is, yeah. and i know that he, like his schoolwork is sort of important to him he has um said in a lot of videos where he's taken a long break because he had like schoolwork or something and so he's probably just you know doing what a normal kid should be doing and focusing on school which is good like that's really at the end of the day that's the most important thing I would yeah. say, um, like I think if we did one, if we did one on Phil Dogs, classic Phil Dogs, mm. that would get much mm. more of a. Um, mm, no, you don't think. <laughs> well, he, he's not even like he's. I feel like Caleb was the best person to do it on. Really, because of how like semi-successful he had been at his age. Like Phil's like twenty-five. I'm pretty but sure he's, he's very memeable. Like I think um, Phil has a very memeable quality. Like you know, um, even like you know Max Mofo and all those boys, they follow him, um, and he's quite big on TikTok now. He's got that sort of um, like I th- like. Let's say we did a documentary on helping Phil get to the next level, or helping Phil make a big project, or you know doing a new song, or doing a music video for Phil, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera putting that out as a bit of content and then giving a bit of a backstory. Like, I think like it's hard to just go in blind with like, you can't just promote it as a, like a field dogs video. Like you can to an extent, like, you know how it's like, Oh, how do you explain it? Um, 
there's two different sort of markets you got to promote towards. Like there's the, okay, the fans of Phil Dogs and people who know who the fuck Phil Dogs is, which is like, what, 2%? And there's everybody else, how you got to promote it as this is Phil Dogs, um, a YouTuber who, you know, he's a bit wacky, he's a bit memeable, blah, blah, blah. And we're going to help him make a song. Do you know what I mean? Or do whatever. Yeah. Like there's two different markets you got to sort of promote it towards. And that's what makes it hard. That's yeah. why the Caleb documentary only went so far because it was strictly just who is Caleb Templeman and who the fuck knows who Caleb Templeman is. No offense, Caleb. Like, we love you, brother. And I hope you listen to every single podcast and tell your friends and listen to it on the bus, blasting it, blasting it from the back guarantee seat. Guarantee he does it. I guarantee he does yeah, he it. Does. <laughs> or does he just like, watch his own videos in the back seat? I don't think Caleb, like, I feel like Caleb would watch his own videos, but I don't think he, like, like froths over them. Like, I feel like he just. Like, you watch your own videos. I do not watch my own videos. Yes, you fucking do. Don't I lie. have to edit my own... I have to edit the videos. I'm not going to watch them and go back and watch them. You did it all the time when we would have meetings. You'd be like, oh, watch this Watch this from season two. <laughs> Look, that's, just, that's between Why? you and me. Look, you know, you're just, you just, you just sharing a little... Um, you, you're exposing me right here, Benjamin. In front of all our fans, all three viewers. Because you're a simp I'm, I, and a pedophile. I simp, I simp for myself. I do love myself very, very much. You know that, right? When's only starting its OnlyFans account? Um, when there's we're never starting an OnlyFans account ever. Have you? Did you see that oh. picture that it was? Um, there was a meme I sent in the group chat, and it was, oh, when when a girl with an OnlyFans account only posts bikini pics, and he's like calling them up, reporting them. Yeah, dude. That's a, and it's classic. Do you remember how no one said you were funny? Like straight no, up. No, the that. thing is, I am very, very funny. <laughs> I just have. I think I have a different sense of humour to a lot to other people. Like to, to everyone else oh on shit. earth. <laughs> Look, our like our sense of humour crosses over. Other people's, it's a bit like you know. I think it's to it's a very specific taste. Like I think me and Liam are in our good old um, friend Liam Grimshaw. We have a closer taste in memes than me and Hayden would, for example. Our good friend Hayden. Agreed. Yeah, agreed. But the problem is, though, is that you are the minority in that group chat as well. And do you know what? I sort of like it at the same time. I like being the guy who's like, you know... Who gets who gets kicked <laughs> from the group chat months at a time. Yeah, it must be fucking sweet. It happened once. I got kicked from the group chat once. Because you lost to Hayden at okay. pool at the pub. I came up and we went out for a few drinks. And I said, if I win a game of pool against our good friend Hayden... I get to control the group chat. I get to be an admin in the group chat. And if I lose, I'm out of the group chat for one month, 30 days. Yeah. And of course, yeah. I fucking lost. I'm not the best Hayden at Hayden fucking clutched up <laughs> during that uh, game of pool. I've never seen Hayden play pool so well in my life. So I've always, I was always told he was not the best pool player. But alas, he's better than me. Oh, Hayden's like... In my mind, it goes Josh... Hayden, Lindsay, then me. Like, I'm the fucking worst pool. I should have challenged you. I should have challenged you to the game, not fucking Hayden. I'd, I'd still beat no, you. Pool. I'm actually really, really yeah. good at pool. I'm the best pool player. You said that, and then Hayden beat you. You know what? Suck my fucking left nut, Mr. Benjamin. That's what a pedophile would say. You know what? Pedophile. I was going to tell you about my new, my new project, but I'm not going to tell you more. What's the new project? It's called In the Studio with Marty. It's me oh, yeah. at the desk bringing back Marty's mailbag with a new name. You like it? Weren't we going to cancel Marty? <laughs> no, okay, look. I think, in my personal opinion, as the man who, quote-unquote, plays 
the character of Marty. I like the mm. character Marty, but I will say that my favorite Martys are This Is Marty Marty, as in the documentary that we did that we put in the film competition that we didn't win because bias, and Season 1 Marty, which is like the whole other end of the spectrum, but very funny. And then Season 3 Marty. I like Season 3 Marty, where he's like... A bit of Season 4 Marty, but more Season 3 Marty, where he's like really... Um, I don't know. My favorite episode we've ever done is still the um, the the Marchula one with Jack and Kieran. That one just flowed really well. I thought it was very funny. I think it flowed really well because they were super interested in the beginning, and then like a week later they were like, "Fuck that!" <laughs> I think um, I actually showed that to. Did I show? Did I tell you that I showed it to Matt Tabor, the producer for Vsauce too? And he said, "This is no. really good." Um, and he says, oh, it reminds me of um, Chris and Lily, which is like, that's a big compliment, I think. Like, because that was, that season three was very much you and me. Can I, can I get that in writing? Get that in, I'll get, you know, I'll get that, I'll get that in writing and we'll put it up get on the that, wall. Get that screenshot and then send that to me so I can prove it. I will. I will get that screenshot. Because I, I produced half of that episode as well. Because I, I will say that you did have a very good impact on Marty's Net Show. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. You know why? Because I'm the fucking bomb. You're all right. Sometimes. Yeah. Go all right. See, Marty's not dead. So we're doing, we're going to yes, do in the studio with Marty, which is sort of like a cross between like Marty's mailbag and sort of like, have you seen any of the, like the, the late night talk shows now that they're all at home? No. They pretty much just do it from home and like they, they do like, what a it's, it's very different, but like sort of that sort of. That would suck. Oh, fuck yes, it would suck. Without a doubt. That would suck so hard. Imagine, yeah, fuck yes it would. Um, but it's sort of like in the mm. studio with Marty, Marty's like borrowing out Omri's office and he's like doing, I think like there's, I'm going to do a Q&A one episode. I'm going to do an unboxing episode just of some Redux shop stuff. You know, my, my favorite. Just to like open things up, like, you know, bring it back in. But like, I want to do it. There's a cooking one that I want to do. And it's sort of like what, I don't know, just mix things up a bit. I was going to do a TikTok one, but it feels really like, forced I don't think on we should branch into TikTok <laughs> I think we should stay away and from honestly that. I think we should like I think there's like I think there's there is potential to do it as Marty as anything else no but I think it's like it's too I don't think it's gonna work I just don't think it clicks I don't think it I don't know I don't think it's, I just don't think it works but the thing is like I want to like in the studio with Marty is just sort of like getting out a video every two weeks that's decent. That's not going to take out everything. Um, mm. And like, other than that, I think the sort of strategy now is more having these sort of like semi-regular videos, which are like, because remember how easy it was to do Marty's mailbags? Like, and some of them came out really fucking good. Like there's some really fucking good moments. It's like my, my favorite Marty's mailbag moment of all time. And it's on the top of my, it's in the tip of my tongue. The ones that we did when I was living at um, Waverly, no, in Waverly Street. And do we we didn't film any yes, Waverly yes, Street, did. did we? Remember the Ray we J did? Shop Fox opening, and we had um, the gun. It was the police stuff. It was the gun, and there was the oh yeah. And then yeah, I yeah. pretended to do a black guy, and then I sang Black Eyes Matters, and then I smacked him on the top of the head oh. with the gun. That was that's my favorite moment. And I was like, that's so fucking. My racist. favorite line was Marty saying, "Not me." Marty saying, "Do you want to die, motherfucker?" As the white cop to the black guy. And it was just, it was a it's social commentary. I wonder why, I wonder why we've never been very successful. Because, you know, 
people don't understand humor. Do you understand what I mean? Do you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Sort of, sort of know what you're saying. I'm like, yeah, like just, you know, smashing up videos like that and then working on bigger things. Like Liam Leshnick and I, um, we've sort of been brainstorming a bit of a, like a horror sort of short film slash series. Like, you know, Marble Hornets. Have you seen Marble Hornets? No. Marble Hornets is like, that's what sort of originated the whole, like, that's what made Slender Man um, like big. Skinny, like Jenny no. Craig. <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, he, um, Slender Man used to be like really skin, really fat. Yeah, he was a he was a beast man for a while there. Three hundred pounds. He was a monster. And then, mm. why the fuck did you say pounds? We are Australian. Yeah, but like when I think, look, because I'm a big you know wrestling nerd, I think in pounds. You know, three hundred. No, you fucking shouldn't. Should, look, it's my it's just in my head, man. Uh, no one in Australia uses pounds. Well, I find a big hundred and fifty kilo, gigantic man, and then he went on the he went on the Jenny Craig, and he comes out of the Slender Man that we know today. Jenny Craig, but um, Slender Man. It's sort of what like a like made Slender Man sort of like big sort of thing. It's a it's a it's a found footage web series. So it's like sort of in that like obviously that that found footage style. Um, yeah, and um, and Liam and I are looking at doing something sort of like that. Sort of like you know, it's just a horror sort of thing. Where it's going to be just like me and him doing something. Like we're just sort of figuring out the kinks. Sort of thing. Are you gonna Are you gonna do that over Skype as uh, well? Uh, very funny. We're planning it out <laughs> over Skype. We're gonna like because I want to do like different projects. I don't want to just stick to the same shit. So like, and that's what I'm gonna say. Like, I want each of us to have a. So you want to do different projects, but you still want to stick with Marty? No, that's the look, fuck. That's the thing. I want to open the stuff up that we're gonna do, but I want to keep doing Marty. So I want to keep doing Marty as in the studio with Marty. Sort of, I like doing improv comedy, quote unquote, whatever you want to call it, and I want to get better at that. But I want to. I want to keep the Marty character alive because I do away. like it. Do you... I want to fly away. You can, let, you can let me get on my fucking project that we're going to work on, you and me. Yeah, what's that? A Marty special of some sort. That's it. We're going to figure... And that's what we need That's what we need to brainstorm. Because I think that... I don't think I can think of any more Marty things. Well, we've got so many good episode ideas just like sitting there. Do we? Fuck yeah. Remember the one how it was like Marty, Marty challenges Benji to a fight. Marty does all this training. Benji just like, yeah, you know, I know how to do Taekwondo. I'm, I think I'm going to be fine. And then he just roundhouse Marty True. and yeah. I just spoiled yeah. the whole thing. I'll, I'll, I'll fuck your shit yeah, up. I'll fuck my shit up. But like, that's the thing. Like, I don't want to concentrate on for now doing Marty episodes because it's like, it takes so much out of us and then we put it out and it's like, nothing. Do you know what I mean? Like the problem. The problem with the Marty episodes are is that they're like you got to think, and then that's a full day of filming. It is. It is a lot. Like people, people always go, "Oh, it's shit content. It's not even funny." But like, it takes us a full day to get that shit sorted. Why do you think it was easier doing season three, sometimes season four, than anything after? What do you mean? Well, like, I think season three came out quite well. Like, we sort of planned really good. It was sort of... I think we had the right people to bounce off as well. And it was like half written, but not written. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, okay. Yeah. Like season three did work, but the problem also was like... that We took weeks in between film being episodes. Do you think we... I don't know. I think... Do you know what I think the biggest thing is? And I think it's like... I can definitely say it for me. And it, I could, you could... I don't know if you can say it for yourself. Um, I got burnt out with trying to pump out Marty content that's, you know, like, well-written. Do you know what I mean? Like, I had a threshold of how good I wanted it to be. 
like obviously like we want to grow we want this to be our thing we want this to be yeah. our i don't i don't think i got burnt out i think the problem was that i got frustrated because we'd you and i'd work so hard on scripts and storylines and then when we would start to film a lot of it was then changed on the spot do you have an example so uh, yeah um like the birthday mm-hmm. one like we'd written like a proper like we not a proper script but we written it like how we wanted it to go and then on the spot we were like we would get to the location we we're going to film and then we go oh how about we do this instead how how about we try this instead and like we'd work so hard and I'd used all not my energy but used all my thoughts putting in the script and then we got there and then I was like fuck there's like twenty different better ideas that I could now use in this situation and that's the thing you know Nirvana the Bear in the show. Mm-hmm. that show is very much filmed with they film, they have the concepts they film it and then but things change on the fly and then things change in the editing room as well like that's the thing I think that Marty's Net show needed to when it ever it comes back it might never come back in its well it won't come back in its current form 100% um, it's like sort of like written on the fly like we have like I don't know it's really hard because like what's the best balance like for example the Marchular episode that was very much written. Um, that one, we stuck to the script pretty well. And it, and it turned um, out fucking good. I think we stuck to the script so well in that one is because Jack and Kieran, it was their first time filming an episode. But actually, a lot of that as well was like, a lot of it was planned for ad-lib because it was literally just, okay, here's a scene where, like, okay, there's, yeah. there's a scene where Kieran talks to the camera and here are his basic lines. And the next scene, it's just like, let's fuck around. Yeah, and that's the thing. I think it was enough improv in it, but it kept to the story. I think that was the way we needed to write the scripts for Mighty's Net Show. Mm. Mm. But now Mighty's Net Show is not dead. Let's just put it. Let's just call it an extended hiatus. It's in a coma. Okay, like let's say because we've we've we have we have the option to pull the we plug. have the option to pull the plug. He's on life support. Marty's on life support right now. Um, Good. <laughs> okay, let's say we did do another something else with Marty like a slightly bigger project but and we like we might have a day or two to film it and it's just the one thing and it goes for like 20 minutes half an hour ish do you think it's possible like i think we can do something like really special yeah it would be Cause remember how- i just <clears throat> think in that situation you stick to a script that you've written yeah oh much 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 like more. you don't like you don't stray from the script because then like the problem we were having is that we would like we would have the script and then we'd have that episode planned to maybe be like 10, 11 minutes long and then it'd fan out to like 16 minutes. And that's the thing. And then you're like, mm-hmm. then you're like well, I didn't plan for a 16-minute episode. I planned for a 10-minute episode sort of thing. I know exactly what you mean. I think that like it, when when we write our Marty short, which is going to happen, we will work on something. Um, it should have a, a very specific start, middle and end several scenes that are planned that are heavily ad-libbed and we figure out who are who's actually in it as well like i think that like people from the marty universe quote-unquote should be included like little cameos etc etc but i feel like not everyone at once oh agreed a hundred percent because we in season three and four we ran into that issue where we needed to have like six people on set you can't do it and only two people were available or only one person was available. And then once again, you and I would have had a script written and then on the day to film, we would go, we'd find out that only one person's coming. So then we would have to write a brand new script in like 45 minutes. We've done that. And then, 
we've done that like more times than I can count. That's ridiculous, and it's but and that's a thing. And it, and it, and that and that sucks the most because you you'd had that fucking script that you worked. I think that's why a lot of the episodes sort of turned out to be a little bit dull, yeah. because we had an original script ready to go with like a, with a plot and storyline, and then we had to make a script in forty five minutes. And like, yeah, you can do it, but it's not going to be perfect. Like, it's going to have flaws because it was written in forty five minutes. That's exactly right. Like, we'll discuss a bit more because I I'm in, I'm in writers' room. You and I will go through. Um, all five of the episodes that were done for season five, because I think this is a very interesting mm-hmm. season because it's like the first episode was sort of like very big and there's many aspects I like. It did drag on and the rest of them mm. are, I like them, but I have, I've I'm, I'm mentally moved on from them a month or so ago. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. And it's really, I don't know. And I, I hate that because it's like, we worked so I, hard on them. I actually haven't even seen any of the episodes of season. I haven't watched a single season five episode yet. And I don't know if it's because of how much like pain we went through to record that season. Like I think we recorded that um, fan, like the Mighty Con episode, like four times. Like it took us for fucking ever to get that episode like filmed. And I just think in my mind, I'm like, I, I don't think I can watch my own work this time because of how much fucking pain it brought me to film. Do you want to watch it before we do on the writers' room? Oh, yeah, I'll watch it real quick. Because <laughs> yeah. we'll record that in the next few days when we can, or next week or something. Yeah. But Yeah, well, like I said, I'm off for the rest of the week, so... We can work with that then. Um, it's easier for me to record on my week off than my week on because oh, yeah, course, I'm fucking normally exhausted when I get home. Um, before we sort of move on from it, this, this is my, I think This Is Marty is sort of like how I wanted the future of Marty to be. That just, yeah. it, I really liked how that came together. Um I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was like the more specific focus on Marty being a businessman and trying to like grow his personal brand, which is like what we've done the whole time. Like that was the whole storyline of it. I don't know if it was like it was specifically focused on Marty and having his assistant Benji, who was like essentially the new Brad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like if we did something, it should be ju- it should be focused on you and me, and we have somebody film. Like that is what's in my head. Marty and Benji. Even if it's just the first, like, couple episodes, just to get back into the swing of things. Because it's going to be, like, a, a, a real pain to get other people involved, especially now where you live. Oh, yeah. I don't think Mar- I don't think it's going to be as Marty's in that show, either. I think it's going to be just Marty yeah. specials. So I think we should, like, yeah. our next thing, it should be you and me figuring out what is um, Marty and Benji go do something. Just something, something as simple as that. Yeah. Um, Actually, there is something because I with Jack because I was discussing with Jack and I was the day before I had watched um, this movie called you know Film Cow who do Child the Unicorn. Do you remember no, Child? That sounds like Child. Child porn. the Unicorn is the two unicorns. The other unicorn they fuck things around by Film Cow. It's actually really good. Um, but they did a film called Nick the Feature Film. They filmed it in one day, and it's just this guy filming. He's this guy called Nick, and then Nick's friend who's a who's an asshole comes along. Blah 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 whole film's ad-libbed. They filmed it all in one day. And I wanted to do a, a like, a film, like, a, something, film in one day, the whole thing's improv, but you have, like, a start, a middle, and an end, like, a basic sort of story. Yeah. And the whole thing Yeah, just, you've got the structure, and then you just work your the way whole, around Like, the, literally the whole thing is just fucking around, and then putting it mm. together. Like, I think that would be a very interesting project to do. I feel like it would be good as, like, Marty and Jack. That, that was sort of how we did the Chief episode. And it was, and I think that was fucking funny as like shit. Like, we had... We had the start, the middle, and the end, and then in between, like it was just you and Chris just 
making shit up on the spot. And I think that's what the next, when Marty and Chief can do something again, we should do like a longer version of that sort of thing. But we have a more specific yeah. start, middle and end. And we go from there. And I think these are the sort of projects we should work on because that's like, you know, we've got my 4K camera now. We've got everything going good. I think we should mm. like, we have the equipment to do everything to a very high quality now as well. Because <laughs> yeah. I want to feel, yeah, that's the thing. I, I don't want to like not make shit now, but I think just like doing regular Marty episodes is just like burning us the fuck out. And just like, it's just not turning out. It just, there's just so much effort to go in and then to get so much disappointment sometimes in the end. I think if like, rather than putting ever focus on making these four episodes and trying to get them out in the next two months, we should just mm. and that's like what sixty minutes ish worth of content. We should focus on that's like that's like eight days worth of filming. Like, that's what, and that's what it, that's what it ends up being, and it's ridiculous. Mm. And I think it's because like you know we're both full, like we're not doing this for a living yet. Like that's what we're trying to do. I think that no, yeah, of, and we're both we're both taking on new roles at work at our jobs as well. Exactly. So. Like fucking life comes first at the end of the day. Like obviously we're trying to make this Mon- work. Money comes money first. Money comes first. <laughs> like I've got a I got a fucking mortgage to pay exactly. off now. I think that it's like rather than co- focusing on like trying to make four episodes, sixty-ish minutes worth of content, we focus on the one yeah. video that's about 20, 30 minutes long, and we make it the best yeah. thing that's anybody's ever seen. Because that's what people like. Once we put that out, and like a few people see it, and they think it's fucking fantastic, then other people will mm. see it, then other people will see it, and then that's how on we grows. Not by putting out Marty's mailbag again for like the twelfth time. Yeah. Even though I'm technically bringing it back to an extent, but I'm not, but I'm changing it around. I'm trying to make it unique. Do you know what I mean? Like it's, it's fucking hard. I don't know what works. Can't wait. Can't wait for the boys to get onto that They're one. They're going to go, this is fucking cringe shit. Look, I'm just like, why'd you bring it back? Look, it's not Marty's mailbag. It's in the studio with Marty. There's a different feel. There's a different theme song. There's, but good old Marty. I actually bought new Marty shirts. Did you know that? I didn't tell you that at all. Like, like the shitty orange ones? No, it's not orange anymore. I've changed the color. It's a, it's a nice little blue. It's a nice, like, darkish blue. You wore a blue shirt in the first season of Marty. I wore, I think I wore a variety of shirts. I think I had the same, like, there was green, there was red, there was blue. Yeah, they were all the same style. They were just different colours. It makes me cringe thinking of that, because I don't think that's not the Marty I know and love. That's the Marty I know and love. It's first season well, of Marty. Guess what? He's dead. He, you yeah, hated, Marty's you dead. guys hated the accent. It's because it's not an accent. It is, it is an accent. <laughs> it's it's not. You sound like a retard. Just a little bit. Like you sound like a proper autistic kid. <laughs> and I'm not making light of autism, but you you fucking yeah, definitely. So I'm, hit I'm the gonna mark I'm just gonna make that a quote for this episode. By the way, um, you sound like a full on retarded autistic kid. That's that. I said proper. Okay, proper. Okay. Thank kid. you for. Yeah. Cl- if you're gonna quote me, quote me correctly. You Thank dick. you for clarifying the quote. Um. How long have we been recording for? I'm actually just going to click over. And we've been recording for a good 42 minutes. Like, you know what? Isn't it good that I can record with my camera and not have to fucking turn it off at 30 minutes? How good is that? Is that your new That's camera? my new camera. My Sony, a yeah. whatever it yeah. is. It was, nice of, it was nice of you to, you know, do what you said you were going to do and, and let me buy that other one off you. But you're still a dick and did bring it last time you came here. So. Well, um, motherfucker, I forgot. You can, come, you can come to my house. What a wanker. Drive down to me. you got nothing to do, fuck with. Bro, if I'm coming to your house, I'm riding my new motorbike. You have a motorbike? <laughs> I bought one here. Fuck. Okay, we're gonna spend five minutes talking about motorbikes. Since when the fuck <laughs> did you buy a motorbike? Uh, not yesterday, the day Why before. Why did you buy a motorbike? Because I want one. Nah, because uh, like Dad's got a farm now, and um, 
he bought a new motorbike and then I was riding it and I was like, fuck, this is like really fun. Okay, how fun is to ride motorbikes? And then Jack got a motorbike and then um, dad's like, why don't you and like, why don't you go get a motorbike? So we went to the motorbike shop on Monday and the dude at the motorbike shop was like, I will make you a good deal. Because we, we actually got two um, on Monday because um, Linda's daughter got one as well. So he gave us a really good deal on them. Um, and we're getting heaps of like extras and stuff as well. So it's fucking good. I've yeah. always thought about going on a yeah. motorbike, but I thought that I'm too much of a pussy. Yeah, you yeah. are. We can agree <laughs> with that 100%. Grant, granted, I got like the small, I got the next size down from Dad Jacks. There's is really, like, there's a fun, um, but I will kill myself on like the they're, road. They're big beasts to so the thing trying to drive on the road. They're not, it's just a dirt yeah. bike. Um, but they're, they've got two strokes mm. and they're 300s. So like they just like, they the front wheel just lifts off the ground way too easy, and because I'm not a very heavy person, um, I could seriously hurt myself. So I just got a four stroke two fifty instead. Well, that's something. That's something people, I didn't know. Pe- people who know motorbikes will know what I'm talking about. I, I didn't know that. I did not. I didn't even think that you'd get a motorbike. To be honest. Yeah, I'm doing my motorbike license today. Well, then you better yeah. come up on your motorbike and come visit me, and we can um, have fun? Question mark something like that. Maybe I don't know. He's a bit of a dick. <laughs> Anyway, well, you know what? To end this episode, which is the you know the famous CEO birthday bash, what is your favorite memory of me? You need a favorite memory. You only give me a worse one. I gave you my favorite one, what you was dick. It? it was when we went to fucking dress the oh, same in right. Wollongong. What's your worst memory? Oh, I've seen your penis too many you times not, when I was I, on not, the age of eighteen. I've never flopped it out. <laughs> You've got it out. You got it out in the hotel room in Wollongong multiple times. And it was the gayest thing I've ever done. Oh, and I've kissed other men. Well, the, I think that's a good place to end this episode, to be honest. Um, <laughs> you know, thanks for joining me, Benji. I'm on, on the first filmed episode. You know, you can watch this in 4K now. How good's that? I could watch it in 4K. I could watch other things in 4K because I'm not a bitch. I've got a Mac, so... Next episode, we're going to talk get, about how much PC get, is better than Mac, okay? Get get wrecked, dickhead. Seriously. On We Talk is hosted by Matthew Winner, produced by On We. You can listen to the show on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, or watch it in its entirety at youtube.com slash TV one You can show your support by becoming an On We Plus member, where you get exclusive series and podcasts, early access, and member-only perks. Join us at onwe.tv forward slash plus. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.